0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast of Dark Water, a podcast dedicated to the, I would consider, at least to us, a classic Saturday morning cartoon produced by our friends over at Hanna-Barbera. I'm your host, Sam. And this is Richie. So we just watched the episode, The Collector, not to be confused with uh, Marvel, the MCU's Collector. Which Richie reminded me of because I forgot that that's even a character in the Marvel
1: movies. Right. And unlike the Marvel Collector, there are no infinity stones or treasures of Hyrule in this yeah. collection. So it's it's another episode where they
0: do not find a treasure of Rue Rule. Hyrule. I, I, you know it's funny, I've been editing these episodes and there's I I'm on the episode where I keep calling it treasures of Rue. So now that's what's in my head. It's the treasures of Rule. I I we're professionals. So anyway, um to just start off this Oh, you know what's another thing? I say so anyway a lot. That's like my transition word. Yeah, so anyways. <laughs> so anyway, um it's just funny when you listen to these things back to back. Hi people listening to a Pirates of Dark Water podcast, not a how to make a podcast podcast. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so anyways. So um this episode is
1: uh it's pretty good yeah yeah it's decent it's actually a very fun interesting yeah. concept very much like a oh i would expect this and i wouldn't be i wasn't disappointed in the episode and i'd be happy on saturday morning it's not that we're necessarily advancing the plot and getting a treasure but there's also no like really annoying parts or dumb parts to this episode. no and i'm
0: now finding myself enjoying the episodes that don't have conch or bloth in them right because this is blothless this is conchless Right. This is Team Rocket List. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of kind of great. I, I kind of prefer it to the, the Bloth episodes because I think like Bloth as an initial villain is fine. I just think all the villains that they're introducing in these uh, other episodes are more interesting
1: than Bloth has ever been. Right. You can only have Bloth first five episodes or just like one big episode. So Bloth could be a big baddie, but then... Eventually, it just became a every episode he's being defeated in a kind of a a dumb way. Um, he's kind of the bungling, idiot. Yeah, bot villain. <laughs> yes,
0: the the bumbling, bumbling, fumbling, bumbling, fumbling, dumbling, tumbling, <laughs> tumbling. So um, so right off the bat, um, what I what I kind of like about this episode before we kind of go into the the recap, it has more of a a, a darker tone to it. Tonally it is it feels a little bit more not sinister, but like the vibe is off, which
1: in a good way. Right. Even the color palettes are off. They're, yeah all the colors are darker. Um, and that's even seen at the very beginning of the episode when we go I think we go back to the same port that we at the beginning when we met with the um Iaz's pirate friend, um, whose name is Taryn. Yes. Um, and they meet, he's there giving them advice and I'm like, Oh, what are you doing here? And it's in his bar. So I think it is the same originally one. I think it's Jonga town. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I always get that one. There's Pandawa, which is the monkey bird Island. And then there's Jonga town, which is, I think where, um, uh, Tal, Ta, ta- Terran. Terran from from another great series by Lloyd Alexander, The Chronicles of Prynne, which is another which is a Disney property called Pirates of Dark Water. I mean
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <You're>... The Black <laughs> The Black Cauldron. You, you you said
0: that so sincerely. <laughs> I I almost didn't want to correct you.
1: I think I got, I think I called the show wrong more than that one.
0: (laughs) We, we both have forgotten the name of the show, the name of the episode. We've watched the wrong episodes in the wrong order. There's a, (laughs) oh no, we're going a little stir crazy. This is episode 11. So we're like, this is like the halfway point. So you'll forgive us if this is the turning point. And by episode 22, we're just at each
1: other's throats. Just insane. <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> I mean, we said it was a darker theme this episode. So then all of a sudden you're at, we're at each other's throats. And I mean, I guess in this way, the episode, the pirates are kind of at each other's throats. Oh, I did want to piggybacking off of that.
0: I was going to say... Um, I got excited because I've been complaining the past few episodes that we've only got Ren-focused episodes, Niddler-focused episodes, and uh, Tula. Tula. (laughs) I was waiting for you to do that. Tula-focused episodes, and we finally, finally got an Ios focused episode. And it was great. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. I was very happy with iOS, yeah. ioz uh, developed in this episode. He did. Yeah, the power of friendship came out in this episode. Yeah, yeah. he it's not all about the treasure anymore. It's about friendship, but that's a little bit of a spoiler, right. So let's go back to the beginning. yeah. so this is a good place to uh, start our recap. And right, right. away, I <laughs> it's funny, anything that doesn't have to do with the the pirates themselves, like the uh, the wizard and stuff, It looks like a cartoon from the seventies, the sixties and seventies. It's only when like Ren and crew kind of come in where it like looks a little bit better. But you even pointed that out that the animation doesn't look as fresh as the the last disc that we went
1: through. Right? Yeah, the coloring is different, and even as it like. Hands over a scene. It's kind of like it's very jumpy and it looks like kind of like an old video game, kind of skipping a little bit. And I'm like something's wrong with this transition. It's not smooth just panning over like a, a cell. It's the the clouds are jumping back and forth, and you can tell something's off a little bit. Um the episode actually starts by panning over to the wizards, um, the Count villain Drac- of the episode, the villain of the episode. At first, he looks like Count Dracula. He does have a, a bat. That's his sidekick who has an annoying voice, but not as annoying as the tour guide from the other episode. Uh, hey, oh, no. hey I'm ransom. get hey. out of here. Ransom, you r- get out of here. H- ransom. H- h- it's, r- Sorry. Hey, it's roulette. It's Sorry. roulette. Oh, not ransom. <laughs> Who's <Roulette>? ransom? <laughs> ransom is from the C.S. Lewis <laughs> space trilogy. <laughs> We're going um, crazy. Out of the this dark is a planet. fun episode out already. Of the, out of the Silent Planet, Out <laughs> of the Dark Waters, <laughs> oh, Paralandra, no. and That Hideous Strength. Um, <laughs> Not hideous. Available no now Available now at some bookstores sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. They'll
0: have either book one or three, but never all three. Yes, never all three. They'll have either one or two, two or three, or think, one and
1: three. I think it's easier to find the treasures of Ru'el than it is to find the parallel the space trilogy anyways <laughs> anyways so so it goes back to the villain and this is not ganondorf it's um garen dorf and you know who he looks he reminds me of either that uh the parademon guy from the justice league okay um or oh, steppenwolf Maybe. I don't know. He's kind from of yellow. The, the and movie Justice League or the uh, no, cartoon? Talk, talking about cartoon. Oh, never mind. I um, I another don't. 90s classic from Warner Brothers. Which you can watch now on the DC Unlimited app. We're not sponsored by them. <laughs> We're not sponsored by them. Thanks for the free publicity, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: The DC Universe app is fine. I prefer the Marvel Universe app, which you can now download right now on your
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the convenient price of twelve ninety nine a day. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, he, so either it looks like that, or he looks like like a old version of Pepe the Oh. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> he just looks like your your stereotypical goblin right oh you know what show is also has goblins in this era who also <laughs> i just mentioned a minute ago is ganondorf from oh, the yeah. legend link the legend of zelda the legend of zelda series who also had a bunch of goblins but does goblins. i guess true. some goblins too yeah true but it looks like you could he could have been in neither show I think that I think that he was like a, an extra from Legend of Zelda. And They're like, yeah, we need you need to get another job. So he came over to anyways. Anyways, yeah. So, so he's making some stuff. He makes some dust bunnies, and he's like, these are gonna grow into these big monsters.
0: They look like critters. <laughs> you don't know what critters is? It's fine. I'm gonna Google an image of critters. But I was gonna say uh, the actor who plays um, Ganondorf Garen, right?
1: Garen. Yeah, that's what critters look like. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm looking at, but okay. It's a critter. It's oh. From the oh, movie Critters. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that is what they look like. That is terrifying. Yeah, so
0: Google Critters, and you should be able to find the images of critters. I got on a little IMDb uh, free plug for IMDb. They're they're not a paid service, so whatever. But I got on a little IMDb kick because I was fascinated because I liked the, the performance of Garen. Taren, what's his name? Garen. Garen. I was right. Garen. I liked his performance, and I was wondering who plays him. And it turns out his name is Keen Curtis. He passed away in 2002 at the age of 79. Mm-hmm. His IMDb. Why'd you laugh at his death date? No, I said, "Oh," <laughs> and then I laughed at myself for it. <laughs> he he's kind of like a. Uh, he's been on a couple things. Um, nothing like I would say nothing Swat consistent. Swat cats.
1: Well, well, no,
0: he, he's. He was on Stargate SG-1 oh. for an episode. He was in a film. His last project in 1998 was a film called Richie Rich's Christmas Wish.
1: <gasps> No way. That's my name, too. <laughs> Who was I, he? I think he was the butler. Pennyworth? Pennyworth? But wait. He wasn't the butler in the original Richie Rich movie. No, he he's
0: he's the guy in the poster that I'm showing Richie, where oh, he's I'm trying to keep his uh, top hat on. I'm unhappy. No, I, I
1: don't, I've <laughs> never watched that one. It wasn't the original one. That's the only one it's I've not, seen. <gasps> the one with Macaulay Colkin is a classic. That's when they're on the uh, Mount Rushmore, right? Um, R- Mount
0: Richmore. <laughs> Gosh, you know what's funny? I the only time, and we'll get to pirates in a second. The only time I've ever seen Richie Rich is at an IKEA babysitter room What is it? daycare oh back when you used to be able to drop your kids off i think you can still do that i can still do that yeah i think i i got in and they were climbing mount richmore we're also not sponsored by ikea no we're not we're seeing a lot of brands tonight but um they're climbing mount richmore and then i think another kid was like i want to play mario and so we played mario for the rest of the night (laughs) so i've never
1: seen the original richie rich Uh, sorry it's, it's great i don't know how we didn't watch that um, um, anyway, so back to Pirates. So we're about maybe 30 seconds into the episode. <laughs> and we're about 10 minutes into this episode. Anyway, so then it cuts to yeah. the bar scene, and they're back with Taryn, and they're talking, and they say that the compass is pointing through the Straits of Endrin, mm-hmm. um, and nobody goes there. All the ships disappear. Hashtag foreshadowing. Um, and then I runs in some old put- buddy friends. Yeah, The buddy friend is actually... Uh, buddy friend? the The pirate friend is Scorion, mm-hmm, voiced the, by L- Lucario. <laughs> Lucario, the Pokemon. The yeah, he only
0: says Lucario. Now he's a he's a recurring cast member of Pirates of Darkwater. Water. It's uh, Jim Cummings. Oh. Who was Winnie the Pooh and the guard from Aladdin. That's why I made the joke sword, or the sword joke when we watched the episode. Oh,
1: right. Well, you can bring that sword joke up in a minute, (laughs) because we're about at that part. Um, And he calls him a new swear word, is a dingle morph. A dingle morph, which is what I'm going to call, you know, people who cut me off in traffic. (laughs) You dingle morph. Uh, And just to describe him, he looks like a, of course as most pirates do they don't have they only have a vest the more shirt you sh- the more the fatter sh- you are the more skin you show right and uh he looks like a red-headed samurai
0: yes he has the samurai helmet and the shoulder pads which
1: kind of look like chicken wings. Is that the same guy you're talking about? or Right. I think that he just stole two those sh- shoulder pads. And just painted them. <laughs> right. And just painted them and tried to make them more masculine. Yeah. So he and Ayaz, I guess, might have been on a crew together. But he, at the end of the day, he stole Ayaz's map. So Ayaz is going to fight him. But then his whole crew is there. And they all pull out their swords. And it's a and it's a flashback to Aladdin. Yeah. So I, I, I made the, the reference
0: of uh, Ayaz pulls out his sword. And even like his pirate buddy is like, Wait, what are you doing? We all have swords. It's like when Abu pulls out his the sword, and it because it, it's the same actor too. Um,
1: I keep I kept hearing That's funny uh, that we have both Abu and the Captain of the Guard in this in this episode.
0: Yeah, no, that is funny. That's it's a weird coincidence. I guess maybe it's not a not a coincidence because it's the same like fifty voice actors who kind of circle around these projects, and it's right. not. You know, it's not uncommon to hear, and especially a show like this that uses the same actors over mm-hmm. and over again in different roles um we there was one character we forgot to mention inside uh the uh in garen's lab oh his uh his bat friend ratmore yes ratmore the uh flying bat Who is the bat in uh fern Goalie? no anastasia <laughs> oh i forgot but i was also thinking about bar Bartok. Bartok. yeah it's kind of like that but So, I pulled up this guy's IMDb, and holy moly, I thought his voice was a little annoying as this character. And I was just curious if I've heard his voice. Oh my goodness, this guy has been in literally every single Saturday morning cartoon. (gasps) I know him more as Chucky's dad in The Rugrats. No. He's also Angelica's dad. (laughs) Jeez, this isn't an audition. He's also Duke in GI Joe. He's one of the Transformers. Which, I'm talking one, which about, one? Which one? Which um, one? Prowl. Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> he was additional voices in Tangled. Ooh. But one of the thing he was most known for for a long time, he was one of the Wonder Twins in Super
1: Friends. Yes, He's- Zeke, Zan.
0: Yes, azik he, the, the monkey. Yeah, he's the one who turned into a bucket <laughs> of water.
1: Yes, I'm so happy. Can we let's take a tangent on the Wonder Twins right now? Yeah, okay. So, back in the day when there was the Super Friends, it started off with Marvin and I think it was Marvin and Wendy first, and they were just like regular teenagers and they were just like the interns for the superheroes and they're like, "Hey, we're just going to learn about superheroes. I'm Super Marvin." And I think they had an animal too because there was that era of Hanna-Barbera when they always had like the animal sidekick, but then they're like, you know what? Why don't we get superhero teens? And then they came up with the wonder twins. He were from another planet and they would activate their powers combined. And she could take on the form of any animal and he could take on the shape of any form of water, but not just like, Hey, water, steam, ice. It was like form of an ice bucket form of a frozen swan. It was stuff like that. And they just came out with a new comic recently. Anyways, I think that that was a great era for... the super superhero DC comic TV shows. Dark Side was in it, even Ooh. though it was like the even though it was like the cheesy fifteen minute long episodes. Um, it was great.
0: Hi guys, sorry about that. Um, another podcast just uh, jumped into our airwaves. It's a weird DC podcast about <laughs> the Wonder Twins. Uh, I will make sure that doesn't happen again. But uh, I I hope you're still tuning in. Um, that was the Wondercast, which is a separate podcast. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm still looking through this guy's IMDb. You should check him out. The guy. I forgot. I think I even forgot to say his name. His name is Michael Bell. And yeah, he's still kicking around. Does, he's still it, doing stuff. About? Okay. Um. He's in a lot of video games too. Like if you've ever played Doom, or uh, or Diablo, or Master Chief. He was uh, Douglas' father in Lloyd in Space on one Saturday morning.
1: I <laughs> it, don't. <know.
0: laughs> i just don't know what i don't remember (laughs) that show at all he was in justice league a-o as As a wonder twin as an ntsb inspector it's probably like one of those like oh weird references right so anyway we're at minute 18 and we're probably maybe uh minute
1: three in the episode okay let's speed this up a little bit so they exit the bar bren is like hey don't make any trouble we can't win this uh Ayaz isn't happy with that, so they go over to he's their stubborn. boat. He's stubborn. Um, and that night, Ayaz is like, hey, monkey bird, let's go get some uh, jungus fruit. Mmm, jungus fruit. Nom, nom, nom. Um, and so they go, and uh, Ren is like, hey, don't cause any trouble, because I know you. Because we're friends. Mm-hmm. Friendship, the power of friendship. Um, and they go off, and he's and Ayaz is like, hey, Hey, uh, I, can't, I can't do an Naya's impression. No, but... that's fine. Changa, <laughs> <Shang-a-longa>. langa. <laughs> um, so he tells the monkey bird, hey, distract the guard and I'll sneak aboard the ship. And uh, for some reason, monkey bird agrees to that. And so he starts eating some juju juju berries or something like that. Yeah, I like think that. it's
0: like supposed to be like the pirate's stash. They're right. still loading in the, the ship. And then he, uh, the guy's like, "Hey, don't eat my elk. Chapunga. That guy has a seashell for an eye patch. Right, <laughs> which is really funny. I don't know it why. Is. I don't know why it's funny. It's just like this image of like a seashell.
1: Um. Anyway, so he distracts him. Ios gets aboard the ship. Um. His fun. His friend Taryn knows that he's aboard the ship, so he like set sail really quick so that Ios is caught aboard there. And again, they have all the swords, and catch him. In the, meantime, in the meantime, at the bar, Ganondorf overheard them mm-hmm. saying that they have all this treasure because the guy that stole Ayaz's map found the treasure and there's a bunch of treasure. It's, well, it's, it's not just anybody's treasure. It's Iaz's treasure. Right, Iaz's treasure. And so that's why Iaz is trying to get his treasure back. Um, and that's why they almost got in the fight. But the Ganondorf overheard the conversation and he sends Radigan from the Great Mouse <laughs> Detective out and they just put a jewel that looks kind of like the a treasure of the, rule a com. it looks like the compass yeah it does
0: and i thought that's what it was leading up to that that was one of the treasures of rule but it wasn't
1: yeah but the, so they put it on there and the wraith is following after them because um monkey bird i can't remember his name right now for some Niddler. reason Nidler. king Nidler comes over and tells Ren, hey he did Ios did get in trouble so they're chasing the wraith is chasing the other ship and so the the ship that ios is with with Taryn talon it's something because Taryn is the necron answer yeah they're they're
0: we're starting to get into same name territory right um but it, it just a green mist envelops it and it disappears it's a really cool effect yeah like it, i forgive any like cheap animation at the beginning of the episode if it went to like this green mist effect and so far like i'm super into this episode like i i love kind of more magic stuff even though this feels maybe well you know what no it doesn't feel too out of place because we had that episode with the the girl who used the dark water to make herself younger
1: right and then melted away into the bubblegum monster
0: yeah so we're getting into like actual like deep fantasy magic like potions and stuff we're, we're still right. continuing on with that we're no longer in the just like the the weird random
1: sci-fi stuff we're, we're getting into hard fantasy again right and so what happens with this mist is it actually It does a few things. It shrinks the boat, teleports it into the magician's castle, which looks like Dracula's castle, um, and then puts it in a bottle. Um, So he has this collection of all the ships. So all the ships that have been disappearing into the strait were actually him just shrinking them down, and he would make the crew bring up their treasure and then use his tweezers to get the treasure out and then enlarge the treasure again. Yeah, which, I mean if you're going to do that, that, I mean, that's the best
0: way to go about doing it is just yeah. capturing these ships and bottles. And I mean, as far as like, uh, uh c- villain concepts go, like, I, I think this is, this is really fun. Like, I like this as a, uh, a challenge and obstacle for the creative phase. Cause we get it into
1: a lot of like miniature action too right. later,
0: which is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So in, it's fun in that way. So they, um they see that the ship disappears Tula could kind of sense there's some evil presence because uh radigan had dropped the jewel on there and the jewel has some evil power to it um so well she touches it right and she's like ah it's cold yeah it's cold but that's when they drop it on the wraith oh that's right um so ayaz and his friend's pirate ship are on are in the bottle and they're not going to bring the treasures up on onto the deck for the guy to just tweezer out of the bottle. And so, and by the way, why don't they just hide? In I the ship? To, that was that was my whole thing. Why don't they just hide? Because then the guy gets a mosquito in another bottle and like sends it out fighting against them, and it feels very much like a "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," like fighting against the giant flying bug. Um, and Iaz uses the power of friendship. Yeah. And a net to team up with his old buddy and capture the old bug and he's, kind of
0: he's p- starting to he's
1: starting to learn to uh, put aside his differences, right, and be less stubborn looking for treasure. Um, so they they do that, but then Ios has this great idea that hey, why don't you h- bring the treasure chest up, but hide me in the chest because it'll enlarge me, and then I can help you guys out. So they reluctantly agree to do this. Meanwhile, Ren comes in and he knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, I'm an herb peddler." I'm like, what what is that herb peddler? Oh, okay. Um, but he has magic echronancer. No, what I
0: it made me laugh because Ren as we know is the most like he's he's such a boy scout and he's so like <laughs> honest because i thought at first because he's like hi i'm an herb peddler and and uh garen's like you're not a pirate right and Ren's like well actually i am a pirate he it's, almost did that yeah well he's he, like have you heard of our lord and savior i was i was waiting for him to like do a rush attack or something and i thought he was just being stupid but then he he's like no i am a pirate but i stole these from an ecromancer and
1: right he didn't do his flying sidekick he, nor did he try to tell about our lord and savior c3po <laughs> Jeez. Um, who is the god of myrrh i you know they have referenced a god in here a god a a god um i don't know who or what it is and they have they refer to the moons and this one they refer to the shadow moon so that means that there's another moon that we just don't know about there's a lot of cosmology in this series yeah that's just like one word just left off there and you're like what in the world so there's a lot of like empty empty world you just know the world is big empty or is it intriguing intriguing so i guess by empty i mean it hasn't been filled out yet it's there but just not filled out do you think it'll be filled out uh hopefully someday (laughs) someday and so ren's like oh yeah let me take a here i have these herbs and so ganondorf goes to get some money and then he's left with ratatouille (laughs) <laughs> um, flying around with him and he's like oh look at these ships they look so realistic I've never seen and then he's like oh the the wizard has a lab and he's like oh I've never seen a wizard's lab before which is very reminiscent of um, either Belle or Maurice in <laughs> Beat and the Beast I think it's Belle I think it is Belle because I think there's a point where she said, I've never been in an enchanted castle before or something like that. But yeah. we also did just spend uh, 20 minutes after the watching the episode <laughs> trying to find that trying that clip. to find it. And we couldn't find it. That's
0: that's so weird. We get in these these moods again. Sorry. This is a separate podcast about making the podcast. We get into these moods where we have to find a specific clip to reference for the show. And sometimes it we cannot find it or it'll be like the Aladdin thing that happened a few episodes ago. Or like episode four maybe. It's usually
1: show. I have a, a creative memory and I combine movies and then I'm like, I swear it's this part. And then we watch it and it's like something totally different.
0: Yeah. No, I swear in Princess Pride <laughs> that Belle walks through the castle and it's like, no, Richie, that, that didn't happen at all No, in that Richie, movie. that's the Matrix. <laughs> um, yeah, so there Ren is walking around, he's acting like Belle,
1: and then um psh- Shoot! Does he go back to the the ship? Um. Yeah. The guy's like, "Here's your money," and he's like, "I have more herbs." He's like, "Get out!" (laughs) And then he goes back to the ship and he's like, "I've heard enough. I know that you guys stole my friend because you have all the ships." And meanwhile, Ganondorf says, "Oh, yeah, they aren't. He wasn't a peddler. Go to go take the magic shrinking medallion over to the to the wraith." So as they're they're on the wraith talking about what would they need to do, the evil bird or evil rat thing comes over. (laughs) Ratatonics. Um, <laughs> What's its name? Ratigan. No, Ratigan. It's just Ratmore. Ratmore. The Rat Bat. Uh, Ratatat. Um, good band. Yeah, it is a good band. Um, Ratatat comes back and uh, drops the medallion, and Tula can sense it. But I don't understand what was the point of her sensing it when they still got green smoked. Well, it's
0: more to show that she is sensitive to these kind of things. Right. So even, even when she touches a it, cheek, it's like cold. Right. Fair enough. She gets cold. Um, oh, know what it's like? <laughs> it's like in Lord of the Rings.
1: Ah, oh, <laughs> the one ring. Yeah. Where it's where he. Oh, don't worry. It's cool to the touch. Yeah. They, their so, ship sh- shrinks. The and ship they- shrinks um, and it's cold. And then the, so they're in a bottle too. Ios is enlarged in the treasure room oh i also want to mention
0: that this is a bottle episode and if you know anything about tv writing a bottle episode is an episode where they keep all the characters in one location instead of uh going around to different different places
1: and this is literally a bottle episode oh wow interesting fact um so there so he's trying to still get Ioz in and oh yeah he tried to feed them to his like fuzz balls that are now the the other things. And eventually Ayaz gets enlarged in the treasure chamber because he hid in the treasure chest. And then they do this weird scaling thing where Ayaz pushes out a brick and the brick is the size of Ayaz. And then he climbs up the side of the building and then the bricks are like normal size, his hands. So it was almost like they forgot that Ayaz wasn't small and even when i mentioned that to sam he's like yeah i has a small so the brick's as big as him I'm like no no Ios, <laughs> that's not how it works i has a full size dude. i might have Just- been looking on imdb at michael bells oh okay <laughs> and i well- missed it
0: but that, I mean, that doesn't surprise me that they're just like, yeah, he pushes the brick. Who
1: cares? <laughs> yeah. It was very much like that because he was locked in the treasure chamber. Because why did he think that it wouldn't be locked? It's a treasure chamber. Of course, once he leaves, he locks the door. It's a big metal door. While well, he's doing that, Ren and Tula and Nidler are stuck in the bottle and has a cork, and everybody's going to die when they run out of oxygen. So Tula, apparently her eco powers, allows her to influence the fire, and she kind of talks to it with her hands. She's like, get bigger, and she's waving them up in the air, and they start sweating. Needler throws a bucket over his head, and they all almost pass out, except for it's so hot that so- suddenly the cork pops. And <laughs> just... And <Science>. they, <laughs> And they're able to... Magic is no feet for science (laughs) right (laughs) and so they get out of the bottle and right as they get out Ganondorf's like "What is that sound why are my animals going crazy and then as soon as he he walks in the door he's like what's going on and he immediately sees them out of the bottle I'm like you you just noticed way too soon yes yes (laughs) um and so Ren and them they try to hide and he says to uh, eradicate hey if you find them uh you can eat them essentially so he tries yeah. to find them ren and them um, push over some potion potions and start a fire um and they kind of there's a little bit of a fight there and then uh ayaz shows up in the room as well um finally he jumps through the window yeah and he's full size and uh he tries to fight off ganondorf but ganondorf throws a freezing potion at ayaz so he's frozen on the ground, and Ganondorf is about to cut off his head um, because it stuns him. But somehow, Ren lets out the fuzzballs. Yeah, and the, the critters. The critters. And for some reason, instead of attacking the enemies in there, they just jump onto Ganondorf and push him out the window, well, and my, they all die. My
0: thought with uh, uh, Gallantry, Gallon, Garen um, is that he um, he like tortured them, and he that's just why made they were like,
1: He just made them like two hours earlier
0: yeah that's true there's no real or maybe it's just they were just like ah ah ah," and just like whatever was in their way was gonna be fair enough because um was on the floor yeah and so yeah they attack uh garen and then garen takes a little bit to fall out of the window it's a very long fall out of there And you just hear it when they cut to a different clip which is great (laughs) it was great um oh i was gonna mention too um there's a couple times like when Ios is escaping where they they change the music cue a little bit. They do the theme but with like a different instrument. and I thought that was really good.
1: That's true. That was cool when he was like climbing when he pushed the brick out. Yeah, it did a little bit of the the theme with a little harpsichord or something. Right. Um. Anyways, the lab is now the wizard's lab is on fire. Yep. And so he starts grabbing some of the bottles and the one for the 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 wraith cracks and there's a little bit of a green mist in it and he finds out oh the way to break the spell is, is to the bottle break the bottle and he, so we our think thought process is oh it just enlarges and it's just going to explode <laughs> in the <laughs> castle but no because remember the magic char- amulet has the ability to not only shrink and put in a bottle it also has the power to transport it yeah so when he breaks it it just transports back onto <laughs> into the sea at full full size yeah that was my my first thought
0: was this whole time you guys could have tried to roll the bottle off of the stand
1: but they didn't know because i was thinking about that earlier and if you're in a glass bottle and you crash it one you're falling like a hundred feet to you relatively i guess and then suddenly shattered glass is going everywhere you're just all dead yeah okay fine if if okay but magic and then so he breaks he breaks his buddy's bottle too and then they have their ship and then and then it clips it goes to a clip for about 10 or 20 seconds of just all the bottles in the magician's workshop exploding yeah and it sounds like it's like one of those gun ranges like at disneyland where you're the shooting range mm-hmm. it's just like goes to one pow. And, yeah. and so all these ghost ships just appear and chula's like too bad i was too late for all those crews like (laughs) rest in peace all those people that are dead here's their ships
0: that is kind of spooky but at the same time i was expecting them to be like what what happened it's been 20 years but that's no they're all dead everyone died everyone
1: suffocated yeah yeah, actually yes they did all (laughs) suffocate very good yeah um and then uh Ayaz's friend says, Hey, maybe one of these ships has a treasure map like yours, Ayaz. And Ayaz says, Oh, we forgot the the big
0: turning point. The big turning point is the treasure room's on fire. Right. Ayaz looks in
1: and he he's thinking about it for a second. It's like uh when It's like Mount Richmore in there. There's a lot of there's a lot of treasure in there because he hasn't just stolen this one ship. It's been all the ships with all the treasure in all the world. It's the Cave of Wonders behind the store. And what does Ayaz do?
0: He looks, he has that moment kind of when Indy is looking at the Holy Grail and thinking about grabbing it but then decides not to not to not to take it and which is which is great cuz Ren is like, "Hey, are you are you going to come along?" and Ayaz looks at the treasure, takes a moment and goes, "Nah, I'm good." And and we both applauded because it's like, "Yes, finally Ayaz learned that maybe friendship is the real treasure."
1: Right. He didn't pull an Elsa in uh, the last crusade, and she, he did let it go. Yeah, <laughs> that's a stretch. It's Ilsa, by the way. Ilsa, and Elsa. Only I would know that because I'm a nerd <laughs> <laughs> because you I would it. Yeah, that's true. And uh, anyway, so they're in the all the ships showed up, and Aya says, No, I have better and higher treasures to pursue, mm, like friendship. Holy oh, <laughs> <this> friendship, yes, <laughs> friendship. Um, and they sail away into the sunset to look mm. for the next treasure of rule. And that's the episode. Um,
0: This is, I mean, I, I honestly, like I said earlier, like any episode that doesn't have bloth or Conk in it is kind of becoming like my new favorite episodes. Right. And I I this is easily a top three for me. Maybe wow. even a top two. Wow. I think it's really good.
1: Right. Maybe it, not
0: great, but really, really it good. It
1: was really good. It, it reminds me of the other ones, because the other one that I think one or two other ones that didn't have it were the demon bell one yes and which then is a fantastic a fantastic magic episode
0: yeah the only other magic episode that i loved that they well i loved the uh andorris episode and then i loved the uh the old lady episode but conk she was young was, and beautiful yes um but yeah no uh, there uh but conk was in both of those episodes and so was bloth and I mean they they were definitely maybe the weaker parts of those episodes but yeah I I'm, I'm just excited not to see Ploth again even though he's like the main villain on all the posters and all the the artwork and no right. no offense to the writers or the the artists or the the voice actor or anything it's just I just don't feel like he's as compelling as a villain he's more intimidating than he is interesting right I would agree yeah so that's that's my hot take on a show that's t- 30 years old by now. Almost 30 years Almost old. Almost 30 years old. Wow. wow. This is the perfect time for this podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, that's going to wrap it up. We went way longer than we ever should have. But Richie has a point. He's pointing at me. Well, we have to end with our famous catchphrase. That we, You know what's funny? I was listening back. I think it's episode two. No, episode one we end by saying forever the quest. And then episode two on, we just change it to Ever
1: the Quest. I think because it shows up in episode two. It shows up in episode four. Oh, that's when he meets the, the he... Hershey Kiss white-haired lady? Yeah, and then episode five is
0: when she dies or whatever. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> For an episode that was five episodes ago. Right, We're yeah. in episode 11. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but... um. Anyway, I just thought that, I mean, that was, sorry, uh, the, the podcast about podcasting kind of snuck in there again, but anyway, um, let's wrap this up. Uh, my name is Sam and I'm Richie and we're going to say it at the same time, right? Ever Ever the the quest. quest. (laughs) Great. All right. Bye. Bye.